0: Hey, it's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Two days from now, we'll have the 21st anniversary of the greatest terrorist attack on U.S. soil, the deadliest, nearly 3,000 people killed, murdered by Islamic fundamentalists led by Osama bin Laden. Uh, And after all these years, and still, I think, through the history of this country, we can never forget... It is not just a hashtag on social media. It is what we as a country need to do. We as a world need to do. Rudy Giuliani was the mayor of New York City on the day of that attack. He joins me now. Uh, Mayor, great to have you back. I know we talk about this and we have every year to remind people. But starting with that morning, uh, just the way it played out for you. Sure.
1: Sure, David. And, and thank you for, for, for doing this. I mean, and reminding people, you you always do. I shouldn't even, I don't have to thank you anymore. You do it so often. Uh, I uh, woke up that morning having, um, the night before uh, had been a tremendous rainstorm in New York. It rained out the Yankee game. <laughs> I had, I had a meeting with, um, the uh, last thing of the day I had a meeting with Mrs. Jackie Robinson and Mrs. Wee Reese, because the next morning we were having a fundraiser at City Hall for the Jackie Robinson Wee Reese statue that was going to go at the Medfield and Coney Island. And uh, I woke up kind of happy that morning. Uh, it was primary day. It meant uh, we were going to have our morning meeting at four in the afternoon instead of at eight in the morning. It also meant I was going to go to the breakfast with Mrs. Reese and Mrs. Um, and Mrs. Uh, Jackie Robinson and Gil Hodges. And even though I was a Yankee fan when I was a kid, these people had become heroes of mine now and my you know my memories of it all. And I was so proud that I was going to get to build a statue of them because I came from Brooklyn, and I I, I had breakfast with a, an old colleague, Bill Simon, because I had a little relaxation at the end of breakfast. My uh, police detective, Patty Verone, came in and whispered in my ear, there's a terrible fire at the World Trade Center, Mayor. Uh, I think you're going to want to go. I said, well, of course, Patty, let's go right away. And I excused myself. And with Jenny Young, my my partner for 40 years, uh, and I, we got in the car. And as soon as we got in the car and as soon as we saw the building, which was maybe two blocks later, we knew. This was a horrendous thing because the fires were too great for a small twin engine plane. And I'll fast forward and point that I arrived there. When I arrived there, I meet with Bernie Carrick and my chief deputy mayor, Joe voter. And I said immediately, let's go to the police department. Let's put the police department and fire department together at the fire department command post. As I'm walking there, which was only two blocks away, the building is Things are falling off the building. Some of them almost hit us. And all of a sudden, I see a man jump 100 floors. And, uh, David, it was, um, I I think if it were a normal time and I just saw that, I'd be in shock for two days. And I looked at it. I saw it. And I grabbed Bernie. And I said, Bernie, this is completely beyond the other emergencies we had. We're going to have to throw away the books and make this one up use our instincts and pray to God we're right. And Bernie grabbed my arm and he said, boss, you're the right guy to do it. And I tell you that, just that statement from this guy who, you know, was one of our most decorated police officers, the police commissioner decorated in the military. I mean, Bernie had guts to spare. Uh, it, It helped. And then the rest of the day, that's exactly what I did. I put aside the fear that I had, which I had, uh, said, I'll, I'll think about that another day. And I just tried to make, you know, what you always talk about on your radio show. I tried to make under pressure. You had to try to, common sense decisions. What's the, what's the common sense from all the experience that I had? We cut off all incoming to New York. Nobody else was going to get in from that moment on we didn't know what we had already we didn't want to add to it uh, one of the things that people probably don't know and don't recall because it not made a big deal of a lot of my time the police department and the fbi was spent on we were almost certain there'd be follow-up attacks and we and we did a major rollout to protect that both us and the fbi uh, we probably deployed over I'd say 2,000 police officers and a couple hundred FBI agents to critical targets so they'd be protected. Uh, we made contact with, I can't really repeat exactly who, but we made contact. We were able to do that even though we couldn't get through to the president. We made contact with the right people in order to get you know, protection. And, um, and then when I got there, the, the fire department was put in charge of the rescue effort. I gave them all the police officers they needed for that. And I said to the, uh, to chief Gancy, who was the incident commander, I'll work this out with Tom, who's the commissioner. He was in another spot, but I'm taking every other cop. Well, so tell me the number you need. They're yours. The rest I need to protect the city. He said, you're damn right. These and I can't repeat the word are going to attack us again. I said, Who do you think it is? He said, It's obvious. Bernie said the same thing. This is before we had any information from anybody. We knew it was Bin Laden. Um. So I said, Well, then our concentration. You know, <laughs> it's interesting. We used to uh, New Jersey was the place where the first attack came from. The so first thing we did was we cut down the tunnels from New Jersey. The minute we realized it was Bin Laden, Bin Laden, real—I guess I shouldn't call it his people's hangout—but they were not from New York. They were from a t- two different spots, so we had to change. We had to change our tactics a little to make sure nobody got out of those two spots, and we arrested everybody we could find. Um, and then, and then we had to—Rudy uh, Washington, my deputy mayor uh, for transportation. There's a man who, who, who should get the Congressional Medal of Honor. I mean, he, he uh, walked right into it. He he set, up, he set up all the routes coming in and out right away. And he set, he set them up so well that we saved the maximum amount of lives we could. I mean, it was only maybe 30 or 40 we were able to get out. But we never would have gotten them out into the hospital on time. If it wasn't for Rudy. Then I tried to call the president. I got cut off in the middle of the call and we got trapped in a building that was the police department command post a block two blocks away from where the building came down and governor Pataki thought we were dead and I'll see him later today. Actually, we're going to have a little meeting we always do at this time of the year. And when I survived and we met, we made the most important decision that I think he or I ever made. We decided to run our governments together That meant we held our meetings together. We had our office together. His advisors advised me and my advisors advised him. And we did it so there wouldn't be bureaucratic finger pointing. Both of us were experienced enough to know something would go wrong. And he and I had become good friends after not having been friends. But for a very special reason, we became very close. And I had ultimate confidence in him and vice versa. But our staff still fought with each other all the time. And if something went wrong, the instinct of my staff would have been to try to blame it on him and vice versa. We sat him down right away and said, I'm not going to have that bull. You guys are working. You're one team now. We make a mistake. It's uh, the Giuliani-Pataki mistake. We do something right. It's the Giuliani-Pataki
0: victory. So you want but to it points somebody. to the leadership, else. Rudy, that was needed in, in moments when, you know, you may not even have known the direction. And I realize we have a limited time here uh, to talk about this, but the perspective you just gave of coming together, the leadership that was necessary. Uh, 21 years later, my friend, if if it's even possible to point to some key thing that we need to remember, what is it? That we came together as one.
1: We need to remember that within hours of this unbelievable attack, within hours of my firefighters knowing instinctually that each one of them lost a best friend or a father or a son, they were brave enough to get on top of a fire below them of 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit and raise the American flag. And you look at that picture, that's Iwo Jima all over again. That picture is saying we're we're just as brave as our fathers and our grandfathers that fought the Second World War. Uh, you know, don't 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 worry, Tom Brokaw, who had written the book. You know, is this generation brave enough? It was almost like an answer to the book, which I thoroughly enjoyed. But it was an answer to the book. Tom, don't worry, we got it. That's that's what I that's what I think. Some of us are not sure. Some of us aren't even sure if the military isn't trying to train that out of our people, which you and I have talked about this, which frightens the hell out of me. But we got to remember not just the attack and how terrible it is and guard against it. This country can come together unlike any other, and it can beat anything if it remains together, like against China. I mean, there's no doubt that China wants to take our place and if China takes our place, it ruins the world. We got to all agree on that. That's not a, that's not taxes. That's our survival.
0: Mayor Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York City, remembering 9/11 and a look at where we are today. Rudy, thank you, my friend, as always.
1: Oh, you know how much I love you. Dick. You're, you're terrific. You're really a great, great patriot. We're, we're just very, very lucky to have you. God bless you
0: bless you God bless you too my friend thank you you can join me live on the David Webb show Monday to Friday 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.